Here at Michigan Family Wellness, we believe chiropractic care and nutritional-based therapies are a foundational part of a healthy family lifestyle. No matter where you're at in the mitten, having a family is such an exciting time of life. So instead of feeling overwhelmed by stress, fatigue, and responsibilities with the kids, we invite you to become part of this empowering community to create happy, healthy families. By providing engaging interviews and practical applications, Dr. Wallner cultivates family health by equipping our listeners with the tools they need to elevate wellness in their own family. Dr. Wallner passionately serves the Michigan community at his chiropractic and nutrition-based practice, where he specializes in pregnancy, pediatrics, and family wellness care. And now, here's your host, Dr. Kyle Wallner. Good day, families, and welcome home. That's right, my name is Dr. Kyle, and this is the Empowering MFW Family, and we are so glad to be with you today. If you are joining us for the first time, I want to thank you for tuning in. The health of you and your family is your number one priority. It is your greatest asset. The best way to have a healthy family is by living a family wellness lifestyle. So if you're looking for efficient, effective, and sustainable ways to elevate your health and the health of your family, then I strongly recommend you make yourself comfortable because we have an amazing show for you today. And before we get to today's episode, let me say a few words as I do every week about Power Performance Gym. Power Performance Gym is dedicated to helping you achieve your best definition of healthy and strong. Power Performance specializes in strength and conditioning for individuals, small groups, and athletic teams, weight and pain management, as well as recovery and nutrition. Everyone at Power experiences a full movement and health analysis to build your blueprint for success targeting your goals. Mention the Michigan Family Wellness Podcast to receive your movement and health analysis as a complimentary gift. Learn more about how Power Performance can help you move, look, and feel better by visiting powergym.com. That's P-O-W-R-G-Y-M.com. Brandy is a full-time mom and entrepreneur with a blended family of seven, ranging from nine months to near 19 years of age. Nutrition, holistic healing, and from-scratch cooking are not only a passion, but a business for Brandy. Brandy runs a health and wellness supplement, weight loss, and essential oil business. Each year, Brandy orchestrates the Toys for Tots fashion show in Cleveland, Ohio. For more information, please visit mbpowercouple.com. All right, families, let's jump into today's interview. All right. Well, welcome, families, to today's interview. I'm honored to be joined on the show today by Brandy Wright. Welcome to the podcast, Brandy. Thanks so much for being here. Thanks for having me. I'm excited to be here. I know we were chatting a little bit in our pre-chat. I hope it's uh, as beautiful and sunny of a day out there in Ohio, I believe, correct? Yes. We're in uh, Akron, Ohio area. It's gorgeous today. So nice. Well, it's beautiful today here, too, in Michigan, and I'm just so thrilled that We're able to, you know, take a lunch break here and provide some value for our listeners and uh, the people joining us on the live Facebook broadcast. Well, Brandy, I'm excited to jump into our discussion. But before we get there, we have two questions that we always ask every guest. So help our listeners and myself get to know you more by telling us what family looks like for you. And I love how you have our little visitor with us today on the interview. That's just amazing. (laughs) Yeah, so this is Anya. Anya is nine months old. And family for us, oh my gosh. So we are a blended family of seven children. Yes. So we we have a big, big, fun, crazy, wild family. So Anya is my third baby. And then I have four bonus children. So we have children ranging from nine months up to 18 years old. 
Awesome. Absolutely incredible. It's fun. We love it. Never a dull moment. I don't, I, everything I do, you know, work-wise or anything with home is based around the kids. So if I can't, you know, involve her, or the other kids, I'm not doing it. <laughs> Fantastic. Absolutely love it. And you know, another thing, Brandy, that we love to say on the Michigan Family Wellness Podcast is that we are smitten with the mittens. So I know you're down there in Ohio. I'm not going to do any, you know, trash talking or anything like that. But have you ever experienced uh, the Great Lakes or anything that the mitten has to offer? Well, actually, I just moved down a little bit south towards Akron, but I spent five years in Cleveland in Lakewood up by the water. Okay. So yeah, I, um, I used to work with a lot of professional athletes, you know, here in, in Cleveland and, um, yeah, so I spent a lot of time on the water. You know, I would take, when my kids were little, we would go down and play by the water and, uh, we, we love, I love Cleveland in the summertime and, you know, it's, it's amazing. It's beautiful here. And, and yeah, we shouldn't we shouldn't do any sports talking because right. <laughs> I'm sure we're both really passionate, being yeah. that we're, we're such big rivals. But you know, yeah, it's, there's a lot yeah. of great stuff to do here. You know, it's funny. Uh, you know, I'm I grew up in Ann Arbor, originally from Ann Arbor. You know, I do enjoy college football and all of that. I, I really don't get into it that much. Uh, I'm much more of a Red Wings fan, um, personally, myself, you know, so okay. the NHL. But yeah, there is a fierce Ohio State U of M rivalry that for a different podcast at a different time. So, yes. <laughs> well, anyways, uh, thanks again, Brandy, for taking time out of your busy day, uh, your busy family schedule. But let's go ahead and get more in depth because I really want the women, mothers and families listening to benefit from your experiences, your expertise and your unique perspective. So, you know, the whole reason I wanted to ask you on the podcast today is because, you know, the family wellness lifestyle it has so many benefits, but it's not easy. And I really want the people listening and watching to know that they are not alone. So definitely want to encourage and empower the women and mothers to stay diligent to their convictions for wellness and for health, not only for themselves, but for their family, for their kids, for their spouse, their husbands as well. So what I find makes these conversations so relevant and powerful is just by sharing our stories. So would you mind just sharing your health journey, whether it's, you know, if you want to start pre-kids and then talk us through the story of things you did during your pregnancies and postpartum and how that really helped establish the wellness lifestyle that you and your husband model for your kids today. Absolutely. So like I said, I have three children. My oldest will be 12 this year. Um, You know, I don't know that before having kids, I was, I mean, I had my first baby at, gosh, 23, 24 years old. So mm -hmm. I was not looking at being healthy <laughs> at that age. But then I started going through, I went, I don't even know if you know this, I went through infertility with my first child. So I went through a couple years of surgeries and fertility drugs, and that makes you call into question your health. Mm -hmm. And I was diagnosed with endometriosis. And so I went down this whole fertility journey. And I luckily got pregnant on my first round of the fertility drugs. And that was probably, that was probably my heaviest pregnancy. Again, I was young and I, I wasn't, I was just learning about nutrition. And so with that pregnancy, um, I had some preterm labor issues and I ended up in some anemia issues and I ended up giving birth at 37 weeks. He was totally healthy, six pound mm -hmm. baby. Um, I breastfed him until he was 12 months old. Mm -hmm. I donated. That was my first time donating breast milk was with my first child. I donated to a milk bank. 
And then I got pregnant with my second, I guess the drugs meta, they were still in my system or my body knew what it was doing or it was ready to go. But he was 11 months old when I got pregnant with my second. And so I, I breastfed him till he was 12 months and I had my second baby and we actually were living in Hawaii when I had my second baby. Okay. So my health journey just went even deeper then. Um, I would get up with a group of women. I mean, it's you're talking about the beautiful day when we first got on here. Imagine waking up to paradise every morning. Absolutely, so, yeah. <laughs> so I had a group of moms that we were we were all military wives and we would meet in the mornings and we would walk like three miles. And so I exercised a lot with that pregnancy and ate really clean. You know, we were by the ocean, fresh fruits and veggies all the time. And with that one, it's kind of interesting. Even with how how I ate and how much I exercised, I had hypertension issues and gestational diabetes issues and, mm-hmm. and um, preterm labor, but then I gave birth at 39 weeks. So they, my children, and I breastfed her for almost, almost two years. It was about 20 months when I, when I weaned her and, you know, just having children, it taught me so much about nutrition and, you know, my children didn't have, they didn't, there's smash cakes when they were one years old, I wouldn't give them cakes. So I made these sugar-free cakes and everyone made fun of me back then and told me I was crazy and tried to sneak my children sugar. And, mm-hmm. and so I've, I've kind of always been this way. And so fast forward several years at the age of 30, I was diagnosed with psoriasis out of nowhere. And it was after a flu shot and a couple rounds of antibiotics for strep throat. Okay. And so that really threw me into you know, my health and wellness journey as my, um, my doctor wanted to put me on, you know, some pretty heavy meds for the psoriasis and I refused and I ended up getting it in control through a gluten-free, dairy-free diet. And then that's when I started learning about supplements. And so supplements helped me out. So then, you know, I just had a, a baby nine months ago. And so there's almost a 10 year, nine year gap between my kids. Congratulations. That's Thank amazing. you. And this one, I would have to say this one was, even though I'm, you know, 10 years older, this was my healthiest pregnancy. And so I completely attribute that to diet and the supplements that I I took. Mm -hmm. And I didn't have any of the issues. I think hypertension was the only issue. I'm looking at him. If there's anything that I'm leaving out. Um, I think hypertension was the only issue that I had, I had with this pregnancy, but you know, no preterm labor and no gestational diabetes. And, you know, the only difference other than adding age to it was my diet, my, my, you know, my nutritional supplements. So, oh, and the chiropractor, I had really bad, um, which you'll like to hear. I had really bad sciatica with all pregnancies and I didn't even know to go to a chiropractor when I was younger for it. I just kind of dealt through it with my first two babies. And with this one, I went to a chiropractor weekly and I mean, it would, you would, you would know it was a day before me to like before my appointment to go to the chiropractor because I could barely walk. I'm like crawling into her office because it was so bad. Gotcha. So going weekly throughout the pregnancy made a world of difference. And then we actually now the baby and I go to the chiropractor weekly. So does my nine year old and she'll be 10, she'll be 10 tomorrow. Mm-hmm. But um, we go weekly for just whole body care. Um, not to get off subject, but we, we stopped vaccinating and that made me find chiropractic care. And so yeah. that's kind of been a, um, you know, an alternative route 
in our alternative lifestyle that we've we've added in and my 10 year old has she's fully vaccinated and she deals with anxiety and adhd and mm-hmm. food allergies and all these crazy things that she shouldn't be dealing with and so we've been seeking chiropractic care for her to kind of help with those too Absolutely. Well, I just want to encourage everyone and thank you, Brandy, just for being so vulnerable and, you know, sharing your story and just kind of helping people connect with you. I do want to encourage people, you know, I usually say this at the end of an interview or a podcast after someone's like really warmed up and just like drops a knowledge bomb on the people watching and listening. But everyone really just needs to just use that 30 second rewind button or just kind of go back and re-listen to everything that Brandy just said there, because there was just a ton of value and information in terms of alternative things that people can do to really elevate their own personal health and just their family wellness lifestyle. And that being said, I do want people to realize too, you know, when it comes to having a natural birth and doing some of these things like we're talking about, it's of course ideal if we can have everything go as planned or, you know, if we have that birth directive and, you know, everything does go quote unquote perfectly, which is ideal. But that being said, I do want to just acknowledge the other side of that where, you know, there's a reason that we do have the interventions available for when they're needed, essentially. So you talked about chiropractic here, obviously, you know, as a chiropractor, I absolutely love that. You know, I love working with women who are thinking about becoming pregnant and women who are currently pregnant, you know, just with the low back pain, the headaches, the morning sickness, can't tell you how many stories I've heard about that. I wanted to insert one other comment in regards to the chiropractic care. Have you heard of this, Brandy, where it's very important for the mother to get adjusted after delivery? And I wanted to explain the reason why. So you're familiar with the hormone relaxin, correct? Mm-hmm. Ever since the first trimester, really, the hormone relaxin is just coursing through the, the entire uh, expecting mom's body, essentially, all the tissues, all of the joints, all the muscles, and it's preparing those tissues for the natural birth process. So relaxin to help things relax, to lengthen out, to stretch all those good things. The interesting thing here is that the, that hormone, the relaxin hormone actually disappears from blood circulation within 24 hours of delivery, so postpartum. So the application there is whatever position the pelvis is in, whatever position the sacrum is in, whatever position the lumbar spine is in postpartum, within 24 hours, all of that kind of locks down. So that's why it's very important to at least get assessed, at least get checked for the need for any kind of adjustments, because especially, and we can go into a long discussion on this as well, the positions that women give birth in, there's a lot that goes along with that. And that can really influence structure and alignment, especially uh, during labor and during delivery. Have you heard of that before? Or does that kind of make sense? Oh, absolutely makes sense. I learned a lot about all of those type things with this pregnancy, because my first, as I said, I have, I have three babies. My first two births were births with epidurals, typical hospital births. And my second, I had um, spinal headaches at an awful, awful, awful epidural. It was very traumatic. And that was, I was terrified to give birth this time. And it wasn't that I was scared of the birth. I was scared of the epidural. And so mm-hmm. a natural birth was very important to me. And I ended up having a natural birth with this baby and, and wrote a blog about my experience and So yeah, and that's something that moms need to definitely look into and and know that you, you get to control that and you get to control what happens and, and seeking, you know, things like chiropractic care after is so important. Yeah. I mean, you mentioned the epidural there. I believe it's called the, the Tosin epidural. 
you know, kind of downward spiral, which again, I'm glad we have the epidurals. I'm glad we have Tosin, but I've just heard so many both anecdotal cases and, you know, some case studies where a pregnancy, you know, or a pre-labor context can be going completely normal. And then all of a sudden we have to do this Tosin epidural, Tosin epidural, you know, downward, downward, downward. And then all of a sudden you got to do emergency C-section and wait a second, like everything was fine. Like a few hours ago, what happened? So yeah. again, not to go too off topic and in, into all that, but uh, for those listening and watching, check out uh, The Business of Being Born. I believe that's the name of the documentary where they really kind of hash out that whole cycle. Can you talk a little bit more about, you mentioned breastfeeding earlier. So again, let's just kind of go into some uh, alternative, maybe not so much alternative, but just some family wellness lifestyle things, you know, maybe as they relate to pregnancy or after pregnancy or as they relate to your family wellness lifestyle today. Did you do anything in terms of, you know, delayed cord clamping or did you utilize a doula or a midwife? Can you speak more about that? Yes. So like I said, this pregnancy was totally different for me. I was very more aware of, you know, my body and and my voice. And I was going to do this how I wanted and the way I wanted it done. And I did, this was my first time using a midwife. I've had no regular doctors with the other two births and I absolutely loved using my midwife. She was amazing throughout my prenatal care. And then she was like, I don't think I could have gotten through the birth without her. So midwives were amazing. And when you don't, when you don't get an epidural and you're not tied to the bed, you can get up and move. And so you traditionally think, and you know, even in movies, you have a baby, you're lying on your back screaming. And that's not what a birth has to be. Right. And that was my previous two birth experiences. And so, you know, with this one, the midwives had me out walking. I was in the tub. I was in and out of the tub several times. I was bouncing on a birthing ball. You know, I was moving around and squatting and just doing what was comfortable for me. So that was really important to me. And then through this pregnancy, prenatal care and, and, care for breastfeeding moms became very important for me personally and professionally. So like I said, I'm I'm in the health and wellness world. And so I sell nutritional products and I am so firm about selling something that I believe in that is safe that, that um, I don't sell, you know, the companies that I'm involved in, I don't sell all their products. I sell a select few products from a couple of different companies that I've actually had my own midwives And my holistic docs that I either, you know, go see for my family or just that I'm friends with, I have them look at products before I'll even take them myself. So whether it's something Mm -hmm. I sell or whether it's something that, you know, I go buy at the store, I don't listen to a company telling me that I can take it. I get an expert to tell me and then I share that with other moms. So that's been really big for me um, throughout this journey as well. Yeah. So to go along with what you're saying there, I did want to mention, uh, something unique about the latest research actually on human milk or actually on uh, breastfeeding. So I know you're a huge advocate for it. I'm an advocate for it myself. And again, there's just a lot of emotion that goes along, you know, with breastfeeding. So I don't want to put any pressure on mothers. If you're able to, I think it's one of the most nutritional, nutritionally sound foods that there is uh, for your kid. I, I don't advocate for formula. Again, if you have to use it, it's better than absolute nothing. But I did want to insert this, you know, clinical research thing here that I'm just so passionate about. And so that has to do with what's called human milk oligosaccharides or these very specific sugars that researchers have isolated from actual 
human milk or breast milk. So what these are, like I said, they're, they're these specific sugars. They're actually more like prebiotics. And what they do is not only do they help encourage the growth of good gut bacteria uh, in kids and in adults, but then they also discourage the growth of the pathogenic bacteria. So for those who might be more savvy, if you've heard of the bifidobacterium, that's what these two prebiotics, these two sugars are helpful at producing. And if you've heard of, you know, the yeasts, the candidas, the leaky guts, the, you know, the dysbiosis, that's what this helps discourage. So I just think this is so great from the terms of if you're trying to reestablish a functioning gut microbiome, you mentioned some of your kids that have issues with anxiety, you know, or just uh, depression or, you know, focus at all. Um, kids who might be on the spectrum of autism, kids who actually, you know, they did not get the benefits of going through the birth canal, you know, the natural birth process, because that's where our gut microbiome comes from. You know, so many C-sections out there. And again, we could go into a huge discussion on that. But I just feel so passionate about research like this. You know, the science, the studies show that we're able to actually replace and re-encourage the growth of the good microbiomes and that we can fix and treat a lot of these issues. Does that make sense? Oh, absolutely. It's, you know, I'd, I'd like to add to that. It's, there's so many options out there other than formula. If you can't, mm -hmm. I know I've always, I've always overproduced. I've been extremely lucky mm -hmm. and in, because I've been so lucky, I donate and mm -hmm. I donate through I donate through a milk bank with my first yeah. and now I donate through different sites on Facebook. I mean, I, it's awesome. I literally, he'll joke with me, but he'll, I'll be like, Hey, someone's going to come by to pick something up tonight. And he's like, am I giving them nutrition or breast milk? Like, right. what, what, what's, what do they come to the house for? Right. And so, you know, I've donated to probably eight or nine different moms with my nine month old. Right. And so I just want to encourage moms that, you know, if you can't produce, formula is not your only option. Right. And, you know, there are several ways to go about getting donor milk. And, you know, there's mm -hmm. there's sites on Facebook called Human Milk for Human Babies. And they're, they're, um, there's a main site and then there, there's city or state specific. So Human Milk for Human Babies in Ohio or in Akron or in Cleveland. And so you can look these up on Facebook and you know, you can reach out to all these moms that like me that have an oversupply that, that want to help, or right. you can go on there and request milk. And if you're not comfortable doing it that way, just from some random person on Facebook, cause I get that mm -hmm. there's milk banks and you can go through the milk banks too. So I always try to encourage moms that I get it, that if you can't produce or breastfeeding's too hard or, or mm -hmm. whatnot, but there are ways to still give your baby those nutrients because they are so important. So I love what you're saying there. And it actually re reminds me of a story. So my wife and I, uh, Rachel and I used to live in St. Louis and our pastor and his wife actually from our church. So they actually adopted a son. So they're great, you know, loving people. They weren't able to have uh, children naturally on their own, you know, so that they, they decided to adopt, right? You know, awesome story. Right. Well, so the mom wanted to actually breastfeed, you know, but she wasn't able to because and again, this is nuanced. I've heard of women being able to, you know, somehow signal their brain and their body to be able to produce, uh, right. even though they did not uh, actually deliver or give birth. I would say that's very rare. That would be yeah. the exception. There were actually enough mothers, you know, in the community that we're currently nursing who were willing to provide and produce, you know, for this adopted son. And, and they did that. And that was fantastic. Yeah. 
And I was like, wow, what a great way to build community. What a great way to nourish, to nourish this growing baby boy. So I was just uh, completely amazed. And that's uh, awesome. There. Yeah. yeah. There's definitely, there's definitely people out there that want to help. And there's, you know, surprisingly, you know, I'm in, I'm in a ton of different breastfeeding groups. And so I, I see all kinds of stories and you'd actually be surprised. I, I hear that mm-hmm. more often than you'd think of women that have induced lactation awesome. without their adopting babies and they've trained their bodies right. to lactate. And so that kind of, again, not, not to harp on anyone and, and, sure. and, you know, give them a hard time for not breastfeeding, but there's always a way. And if a woman that has not put her body through a pregnancy can still produce milk, like there's, there's a way. Awesome. Well, thanks again, Brandy. I just really appreciate, you know, how much of an encouragement and how much of an empower you are today on the broadcast today on the podcast here. I know you've been doing some great work with the healthy hustlers group over on Facebook. And I just wanted to give you a chance to, you know, are there any other resources that you would recommend? I know that you mentioned a few earlier, you know, on where people can go and look for uh, human milk and breast milk and things like that, you know, but where would you direct the people listening and the people watching today in terms of just really easy ways, if they're interested in getting involved with more healthy uh, lifestyle things, more wellness lifestyle things, where would you direct them? Um, Facebook's a great place to start. So like we said, there's there's lots of breastfeeding pages out there. There's, you know, human milk for human babies, great, a great way to, you know, either donate milk or to um, receive donations. Our Healthy Hustlers Lifestyle Group is, you know, you're part of the group. It's, it's literally alternative lifestyles, um, alternative methods to medicine, healthy diet. So, you know, I'd love to have anyone come be part of the Healthy Hustlers group. And then um, on our website, I'm a blogger. And so I do blogs about you know, like my birth experience, I do blogs about, you know, we, we co-sleep and we co-bathe in our house with, with the little baby. And so mm-hmm. I did a blog about, you know, co-bathing and breast milk baths. And so, mm-hmm. um, our website's just, it's M M B Mike and Brandy, mbpowercouple.com. So we have a lot of resources on there. We, we direct people to, um, yeah, and just, Healthy Hustler is probably one of the best ways to start. You can connect to me on Facebook or send me a message on Facebook. If if there's anything that you need to reach out about that I can kind of help guide you based on your question, I, I just, I'm passionate about helping moms. Awesome. Awesome. So is there, I'm personally curious, you know, is that the kind of coaching context then? Do you do a lot of coaching, you know, either in groups, small groups or individual? What does that look like? Yeah. So we kind of tailor that towards you know, the requests that come in, mm-hmm. we do, um, multiple things. So, you know, in healthy hustlers, it's, there's over 1600 members right in, right now. And that's, you know, it's, it's at the end of the day, it's, it's a food group. It's all about clean eating, healthy, you know, healthy food choices. But then we do go into, you know, breastfeeding moms. I, because I have an oversupply, I get mastitis a lot. And so mm-hmm. I've now learned how to treat my mastitis with, out antibiotics, which is huge. You know, in the group, we do 30 day, um, 30 day workouts every month. We post a new workout and it's always pinned to the top of the group and it's a daily thing. And I'm kind of a slacker. I'm not going to lie. I get caught up in my life, but these, these other women that are doing the workouts with me, they'll post on the days when they get it, when they do their workouts. And I'm like, Oh man, I forgot to do that today. So I'll, I'll, you know, go and do my workout real quick. So we just, we kind of offer a broad, range of things to help people. And it's, we, we can totally tailor it to whatever they're looking for. 
Awesome. Well, Brandy, thanks so much. I think you're doing an awesome job, you know, building community through the Healthy Hustlers group. I think you're doing an awesome job as a wife, as a mother, as a mompreneur, as uh, the people like to say today, you know, running a business and all of that. I just want to remind everyone listening and uh, watching us here, either live or on the replay, that we are going to have a complete show notes page over at michiganfamilywellness.com. And I want to encourage everyone, if they haven't already, click the links below in the comment section, not only to learn more about our discussion today as it relates to the human milk oligosaccharides, but also to click the links for your iPhone and for your Android if you want to join up with the Michigan Family Wellness Podcast. So thanks so much, Brandy. This has been incredible. I really appreciate your time today. You have brought tremendous value. Thank you for becoming part of the MFW family. Thank you for having me on. And I think that's my cue right here to <laughs> to jump off and go do my mom life. I got a crying baby, but I so appreciate you having me on here. This was great. All right, families, what'd you think? We'd love to get your feedback. If you would like to email me about anything you've heard on this or any previous edition of the Family Wellness Lifestyle Podcast, you may do so by writing Dr. Kyle at michiganfamilywellness.com and take full advantage of the Family Lifestyle Audio Library at michiganfamilywellness.com. Connect with us on social media at Michigan Family Wellness. Thanks so much for tuning in, families. Have an awesome week. And remember, we can do far more together than we could ever do apart. Now that you've been equipped with the latest in family wellness solutions, we want to encourage you to apply these strategies right away. But the thing is, there's still so much to learn. Connect with Dr. Walner's chiropractic and nutrition office by going to michiganfamilywellness.com and click the newsletter sign-up button to join the informative and supportive community of chiropractic wellness. You will also receive as a gift from Dr. Walner a copy of Michigan Family Wellness Solutions, an invaluable resource containing dynamic tools to elevate family health and vitality. Michigan Family Wellness wants to thank you for being part of today's podcast. Please subscribe to our podcast on iTunes and give us a five-star rating and review.